Alrighty, what is going on guys and welcome back to the channel. I am back with a new shirt. I freaking love this shirt. I didn't use the F word because I'm trying to cuss a bit less. I freaking love this shirt because I love orange and it's just, it's amazing. So if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on a podcast, I have an amazing orange shirt on. So there you go. I hope you guys are doing super well. I hope you guys have, it's, it's officially the second month of 2020. I hope your first month was incredible. I hope you were made some steps towards your goals. Hope your New Year's resolutions are working out good for you. I actually, for those who follow me, I actually did like a seven day New Year's challenge, right? And it was basically just count your calories and work out consistently. It wasn't like lose seven pounds in seven days. It wasn't do anything crazy. Like it was just get some good habits going. And, and one of the ladies who did it actually messaged me yesterday. And it's absolutely amazing. She messaged me yesterday and said from that seven day challenge, she continued tracking her calories. She continued exercising. Actually, I think she even took like a break from exercise. She took like a week and a half off because she, the school was starting. She was stressed, et cetera, et cetera. So she still stuck to her diet, counting calories, and she's lost 16 pounds in one month, 16 pounds from just calorie counting, from just doing that, from just starting. So that should be motivation to you to just get something started, whether it is calorie counting, whether it is exercising, whether it is working with a coach, whatever it is. Don't wait any longer. Just start. Start something right now. So I hope that's motivation for you guys. Today's video is one that I cover, I cover because somewhere along the line, if you're going for fat loss, if you're chasing fat loss, somewhere along the line, you get tired, you get hungry, you get overwhelmed, you get bored, you, you get one of these three, one of these many things. And eventually the diet sucks. And that's why most people kind of fall off. They either stop doing it, they get unmotivated, they're not seeing results, they're going up and down, like whatever the case may be. For whatever reason, that diet starts to suck and you don't want to do it anymore. So if you don't do it anymore, it's not going to work. So this is all about making the diet suck less. That's the best way I can put it. And we're going to cover some different things here. So diving right into it, the first and I believe most important part of, of any diet really, no matter what you do, no matter if you calorie count, no matter if you do keto, no matter if you do fasting, whatever you do, you cannot be too over restrictive and you cannot have your favorite foods off limits. And there's so many reasons for this and you're probably thinking, well, what the hell, Eric, you're telling me to go on a diet and I, and I wanna lose fat, I wanna diet, but you're also telling me to not be over restrictive and not have your favorite foods and yes, because of so many reasons. Like the first thing that comes to mind is you're gonna fucking hate it. Damn it, I cussed. You're gonna freaking hate it. And, and that's not good because yes, you might be able to go two weeks, four weeks, six weeks without you know, having your pizza or having your ice cream or having some drinks or wh whatever the case may be. You might be able to go a short amount of time without doing that. But A, in that short amount of time, you're gonna hate your life, you're gonna hate yourself, you're gonna hate others, you're gonna hate food, you're, you're gonna hate everything. Because if I tell you that, yes, you enjoy eating that pizza on Friday night with your, with your kids, but now you can't do that anymore. So you know what? Fuck you. Like it's, it's, you're not going to be happy about that. It's going to be something that's not enjoyable to you. And, and like I just said, for the first two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, it might be something you can keep up. But even during that short amount of time, you're going to hate it. So life is not going to be fun. So what is the point then? It's not going to be something you enjoy and you can adhere to. So not only is the short term going to suck because you're going to hate your life because you can't have your favorite foods, you're over-restricting yourself, but then long term, all you're going to do is go three weeks on a super restrictive diet, binge off for a week, three weeks on a super restrictive diet, binge off for a week, and this just up and down, up and down yo-yo dieting 
is what many people kind of struggle with. I, I hear it all the time within my everyday life. Like people struggle with that yo-yo dieting. And that's because nine times out of 10, I've seen they're really, really over-restricting and then binging. They're really, really over-restricting and then binging. And it's just this up and down cycle that never kind of gets figured out. So the first thing I would say is just don't be over-restrictive and don't cut out your favorite foods. Now, yes, it is a diet. Yes, of course, you're trying to lose fat. Yes, you have to be in a calorie deficit because that's the only way you'll lose fat is if you're in a calorie deficit. Yes, all those things are true. I'm not saying eat whatever the hell you want and still lose fat. Eat, eat whatever the hell you want in whatever quantity you want. Don't even be mindful of it and you can still go on a diet. That's not a diet. That's the way you're eating right now. That, that's, that's not, if you want to see change, you have to do something different. And the first thing of that is obviously changing what you're eating, how much you're eating, when you're eating, all, all those things. It's doing some type of change, right? So no, I'm not saying continue to be a jackass and just eat whatever the hell you want. I'm not saying that. What I am saying though is if you're not so over-restrictive, if you're not cutting out your favorite foods, there is no reason in this world why you cannot still lose fat and have pizza. There is no reason in this world why you cannot still lose fat and, and, have, and have a burger or have some drinks or have ice cream, whatever it is. Like I literally, this morning, one of my online coaching clients emailed me with their check-in, lowest weight that, that he's ever been, and that night, he had like a bag of M&Ms. But you know what? He still stuck to his calories. You know what? He still hit his goals. You know what? For the past four weeks, he's been consistent. Not perfect. He travels a shit ton. He travels all the time. He's all over the place. He's a very important, busy guy. But he's still consistent. One night of one bag of M&Ms is not going to make nor break your progress. What's going to make or break your progress is if you are consistent over a long period of time. And this is why I'm such an advocate for calorie counting. Such a huge advocate because you can still have those M&Ms. And as long as you're under 1500 calories, you're going to lose fat. It's, it's just science. As long as you're under your, whatever your calorie limit is, you can have foods. Whatever, if you can have your favorite foods, you don't have to over restrict and you will still lose fat. Now, obviously most people's favorite foods are a bit higher in calories. So what do you do? Maybe you have one slice of pizza instead of three. Maybe you have half a burger instead of the whole thing and fries. Maybe you go half a bag of M&Ms instead of a full bag. That's still being able to eat your favorite foods. I'm not telling you only eat chicken and broccoli and rice. I'm not telling you to be over-restrictive and you will still see results. And again, I get a lot of pushback on calorie counting because people don't want to put in the initial like, you know, 30, 30 days, 60 days, whatever it is. They don't want to put in the initial work to do measuring everything out, weighing everything out, putting it in the app and like just going through the process. First and foremost, every single human being on this earth, no matter you want to lose fat, gain weight, maintain, should track calories for 30 days legit at least because you just learn so much from it. You learn portion control. You learn what kind of foods have what in it, what foods have high protein, what foods have high sodium, what foods have high carbs. You, you learn these things. It's such a great learning experience. So regardless of your goals, I, I think personally every single person should do that. But going back to this, if you are doing that, you will be able to still eat your favorite foods and still see progress and not feel like you're so super restrictive. Because if you feel like you're so super restrictive, yeah, you might do it for three weeks, but that fourth week is really going to be bad. You're going to eat about 4,000 calories every single day instead of your 1,500 calories every single day. So that, that's one thing right there. And just kind of to tack on to that, and I've said this a few times, don't go and 
such an aggressive deficit at first, like especially at first, if you're just kind of getting into it, just starting working into it, don't be in such an aggressive deficit to start off because you're going to feel restricted. You're going to be super hungry. You're going to feel like you're on the strict diet and, and just take it a bit slower, especially at first. Once you get 30, 60, 90 days into it, then you might be able to go a bit more aggressive and push for that fat loss a bit more. And that's totally, it's, it's, it's amazing. That's awesome. But if you're not there yet, you're not there yet. And that's not a problem at all. So that's one more kind of thing to tack on there is don't be so over restrictive. Don't cut out your favorite foods because you don't have to. You can still eat your favorite foods and still lose fat. Many people have done it. I do it with my clients. If you have questions, if you have concerns, if you want to get started, like, please, please reach out to me. Email me, DM me, leave a comment below, whatever it is. I'd be more than happy to help you. And the last thing, like we just said, don't be in such an aggressive deficit because that will cause the over-restrictive and the favorite foods to be gone, which will not be good short-term nor long-term. So that's the first thing we want to talk about there. The second is meal structure. And this is huge because... Like I just like I said earlier, nine times out of ten, you're probably gonna be hungry at some point on your diet. And and I wanna make this very clear. If you are hungry on your diet, that is normal. That is not abnormal. That is something you should expect. And, and when it comes, just know that it is normal. Now, no, you should not be ravenously hungry. You should not be going through your pantry searching for morsels in your pantry. That's not what I'm talking about. What I am saying though is. A little bit of hunger is normal. And I use this with a lot of my clients, my online coaching clients, because I ask them, hey, how's your hunger been? If they're telling me they've been perfect with their nutrition, they've hit their calories, they've hit their macros, they've been so consistent, but they're not seeing results. What I say is, hey, have you been hungry? No, not at all, Eric, I've been great. Okay, well, if you've not been hungry, then you're probably not in a deficit because what happens is if you're in a calorie deficit, you are expending more calories than you are taking in. So if you're not a bit hungry somewhere along that line, you're probably not in a deficit because you're not getting hungry because you're not expending more calories than you are taking in. So that's one thing I want to say first and foremost. Hunger is normal. You should not be ravenous, but hunger is normal on a diet. So just make sure you know that. And just knowing that going into the diet, when you get hungry, just know that it's basically the diet working. And again, I'm not advocating for you to be starving yourself at all whatsoever. Please don't take it that way. I, I, you probably won't, but please don't take it that way. But just know that if you're a little bit hungry, say, okay, I know I'm a little bit hungry, but my next meal is in two hours. I can get there in two hours. I don't have to overeat. I don't have to have a snack right now. Like I can get there because I want to stick to my calories because I want to lose weight. So just know that. And if you know that going in, you will be, you will be ready for it when that time comes. So that's one thing. So meal structure. This is basically just what are you putting, what are you putting in your mouth? What are you consuming? What is on your plate that you are about to eat, right? And the first thing we should always talk about is protein. Protein is great because not only does it keep lean muscle mass, but it's by far the most satiating food you can possibly have, especially when on a diet. That's why 90% of people, when they go on a diet, they have high protein to not only keep their lean muscle mass, but make them full. And if you're full, you're not going to overeat. So the very first thing, non-negotiable, every single time, it doesn't have to be a meal. Every time you put something into your mouth, every time you eat, no matter what it is, do you have some protein somewhere that you're about to put into your mouth? That's the, the most important thing. I, I've even heard people like go as far as saying, hey, every time I'm going to eat a meal, I'm going to have a protein shake beforehand. And we're going to talk about that later. But just that in itself is like you have to have protein when you eat. It is, it's essential. I don't know how else to say it. So that's first and foremost. The second thing is going to be like your mother told you, prioritize veggies and fruits. And this is not like, 
there's not a lot of rocket science behind this, but the more veggies you eat is the more food volume that goes into your stomach. The more food in your stomach, the fuller you will be. So you will not be as hungry. And that's why I say every single time you're going to have something, do you have some veggies or do you have some fruit? I mean, one of those, one of those two things should be happening. And no, fruit does not make you fat because it has sugar. That, that's not the case at all. Fruit has fiber, which will actually fill you up. So that's a whole different topic for a whole different story, but that's first and foremost. But like I just said, prioritizing veggies and fruits somewhere along your meal structure is gonna be huge. And that's because you're making sure you're filling your body up. You're not getting hungry. You're not getting as hungry. Like we said, hunger is normal. But if you fill your body up with the right nutrients, the right fruits and vegetables, you will be more full. So the diet will suck less because you will not be as hungry. And if you're not as hungry, you will stick to your diet better. If you stick to your diet better, you will see better results. So fruits and veggies, it's a non-negotiable, guys. You, it, you're a, 90% of you listening are a grown-ass human being. Like, you need to have veggies. I don't want to hear you don't like veggies. Get over it. Have it with your eggs in the morning. Have, a, have one big-ass salad a day. I've talked about this many times. Have one big-ass salad a day. Have some grilled, grilled veggies at dinner. Whatever the case may be. I don't want to hear the excuse you don't like vegetables. Eat them. You're a grown-ass person. So that's one thing. So protein, prioritizing fruits and veggies. And the last thing is going to be healthy fats. And healthy fats are so key because... When you eat them, they may not fill you up right away, like olives or avocados or nuts. They may not fill you up right away, but as the day goes on, you will feel that effect of just like feeling more full inside your stomach. It, it will help you be more full throughout the day. So if you're more full throughout the day, you won't eat as much. If you don't eat as much, you'll stick to your calories. If you stick to your calories, you will see results. And this is great for people who A, travel, but also just who are busy. Like if you know that, you're going out and you have to run errands, you have to go do kids stuff, you have to come home from work, whatever the case may be. If you're at a point where you're not gonna have food for a long period of time and you don't wanna grab McDonald's, you don't wanna grab something, eat foods that are higher in fat. And no, eating fat does not make you fat. That's just absolutely asinine. But anyway, eating foods that are higher in fat will keep you fuller. So if you have a two hour commute home, if you have a three hour span where you know you're not gonna be able to have food and you might not make the best food choices, well, take that three hours before you go out, have foods high in fat, avocados, nuts, butters, eggs, red meat, whatever the case may be, and you will feel fuller as you go out. So you won't have the craving of the, the smoothie. You won't have the craving of this and that, and you'll be more full. And again, structuring your meals in a certain kind of way will help this. Having protein, having fruits and veggies, having healthy fats, all those things will help you feel more full so you won't be as hungry, so the diet will suck less, so you will stick to it better, more, and see better results. So meal structure, another huge, huge thing I can't emphasize enough, and it's very, very important. I hope you took something from that right there. That was good. The last thing I want to talk about is diet breaks, and this, this is for so many reasons, and it's hard because you're thinking, yeah, I want to go on a diet to lose weight, but then I'm telling you, hey, take a diet break. And just first and foremost, you should take a diet break if you're being consistent. If you're being consistent 90, 80, 90% of the time and you're seeing results and you're doing good, this is gonna sound weird, but taking a diet break might actually help you because most people, it's hard though. It's very hard because they're seeing results, they're doing good, they're having a great diet, it's, everything's going well. And then, I'm, and then I'm like, hey, take a one to two day break. And they're like, well, what? I thought I had to be in a calorie deficit to lose fat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do, but being in a calorie deficit in itself is stressful. It is stress on your body. That's just a fact. And especially women who have dieted really, really hard and lost their period, 
this, that right there is why, because being in a calorie deficit is a stress on your body. So being in a calorie deficit is a stress on your body. If you're working out, that's a stress on your body. If you have a, a demanding job, or if you have kids, or if you have a spouse, or if you go to school, or if you do anything else, probably, you're getting stressed somewhere throughout the day. There's a lot of stressors on your body. So taking a break for mental health, physical health, emotional health, well-being, all these things combined in one can be very, very huge. And again, if you're being consistent and not you know, having three days of a good diet, two days of a bad diet here and there, scatterbrain, like if you're having consistency throughout, you can take a diet break and know it's not gonna ruin your progress and know you're not gonna reverse the results you had. I actually have a lady right now who, she's going through some things, but I have her about probably on a month and a half diet break at this point. And, and it's been amazing. She's been doing amazing. She hasn't gained any weight. Let me say it again. We took her calories from, I think it was 1,300 to about 1,700. In a, a month and a half span, she's gained no weight, which is just absolutely amazing. But she's gained no weight. She feels better. She sleeps better. She's just doing amazing at this point. So no, you're not going to lose all the progress and you're not going to get fat again. So that's one thing that is is thing. But taking a diet break can really give yourself long-term adherence. And I'm not talking about a week span. I'm talking about six months, nine months, 12 months of you being on this diet. It can really, really help because you get a break from tracking so meticulously. You get a break from being so on point and, and so like focused for one, two, three days. You get a break from only having certain foods. You, you get a break from these things. And it's not like you fucked up. Because you didn't, because you worked it into your plan. If, if every four weeks or every six weeks, every eight weeks, whatever it is for you, like if, if, if I was your coach, I would know what to do, but like whatever that is for you, if you take a two-day diet break and then go again for six weeks, two-day diet break, go again for six weeks, whatever the case may be, that can be very, very beneficial for people because not only do they get a break of, okay, I can have more calories. Not only do I get a break from, I don't have to be so meticulous and so planning ahead all the time because I'm a bit more lenient with my calories. And it just gives you a break from all these things. And again, if you're being consistent, it's not gonna ruin your progress. You're not gonna mess anything up. And it's huge because most people, when they go on a diet break, they do it unintentionally because they're just so restrictive and they just binge. Whereas this, you actually work a diet break into your plan. So you don't, go ballistic. You don't go binging. You like you have, you still have say 1800 calories instead of 1200 calories, but now you have 1800 calories you can work with as opposed to 1200. So if you eat 1800 calories, you still have guidelines. You still have a goal. You, you still have something to work towards and you don't go binging off the map because you still have a goal you're sticking to. Yes, it's more calories, but you're still sticking to a goal. And I promise it will help your sleep. It will help your stress. It will help your mood. It will help your workouts. It will help plenty of things. So taking a more long-term approach to a diet can be very beneficial even in the short term because you'll have better workouts, you'll have better sleep, you'll have a better mood, a better relationship, like whatever it is, you will have better things in your life because of it. So that's one thing that I don't think a lot of people talk about and I, and I don't think a lot of people honestly want to hear because it's, it's hard to be like, I'm dieting so well, I'm seeing results, I'm doing amazing, now I have to, I have to take a three-day diet break. Why? I'm doing so great, I don't, I don't need a diet break. Yeah, but I'd rather you take a diet break before you need a diet break, if that makes sense. Because if you take a break before you need it, you won't ever need it. And if you do need it, that probably means you're going to go off track a bit more down some lane you probably don't want to go down. Down a binging route you probably don't want to go down. Down of like, well, fuck this, I'm exhausted, I'm tired, I don't want to do this anymore route. As opposed to just saying, hey, you know, I'm going away for two days, 
let me have a higher calorie limit as opposed to still trying to stay perfect this week. I've been dieting for six weeks straight. I've lost six pounds. I've done amazing. Like, let me take a two-day diet break, and then when I get back, I'm going to get right back on track. And that's the thing is like, right back on track, right back on track, right back on track. That's something that's always kind of comes up in my videos, but diet breaks can be very, very good for making the diet suck less. So guys, I hope this video helped you so much. Again, these three things, as far as just having a sustainable diet you can be consistent with, you can be confident in, I can't underestimate them enough because they will make such a huge difference. So Feel free to put them into your plans. Feel free to reach out to me if you want to help with the plan. If you have a question, if you have a concern, if you have a question or something I talked about today, like I would be more than happy to get any type of feedback I possibly can from you guys because for the 900th time, I don't do this for money. I do this because I'm trying to help and educate you guys as much as I possibly can. And that's what I care about. So hearing from you honestly makes my day. So I hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll talk soon, guys. Thank you so much.